It's a good, it's a good idea to get this water right here. Hey yo, that shit it's clutch. It's clutch. It's I don't know if we're clutch. cursing on this podcast yet, but it's clutch. I mean you just cuss, but we don't gotta continue. We don't. Just cause you messed up once don't mean you gotta continue. Hey, that's that, a that, fact. That you up, bro, you know what hey, I'm church. You know? Every second is a new opportunity to start over. Hey, hey, that's lit. Always. Hey yo, you're tuned in to another episode of Helping Homies Win the Podcast. Tools for helping a gener Tools for lifting a generation. Hey, man, hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. it's not like it's the first time I ever did this before. Can we, can we do it again. No, we don't got to do it again, bro. Are you sure? You know what I'm saying? It? You know what I'm saying? Cut. Action. There we go. Oh, it's my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, see, hold on, see, hold on. See. Back, back up, back up, back up. You don't want that's on TV, bro. <laughs> you used to this. I, ain't I get time with my dialogue, I'm bro. I'm new. All right. Um, welcome to another episode of Helping Homies Win, the podcast. Tools for lifting a generation. I am Antonio J. Bell. And this is your boy, T. Ross. Hey, that was good. I like that one. I, do. I like that. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Hey, so what's good today, T, man? What we talking about, bro? Man, you know, it's a lot going on right now, it man. Is, you know bro. what I'm saying? It's but a lot going on in the world, bro. It's a whole lot going on in the world, but, we, you know, we like to kind of just reel it into, like, the real. You know, I feel like oftentimes the culture is always moving. I kind of hate the fact that I use the word the culture. I feel like that's used a lot, but I feel like there's always something yo, 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 in the Just news. because something is used a lot doesn't take away from the gravity of what You're that right. name means. That's I'm true. I'm sick of hearing that something's used a lot, oh, so we're going to stop. We're going to stop saying it because other people don't understand how to use it. That's actually a good point. That's weak. That's weak. You're right. You're right. Thank you for, for, for calling that out. I actually appreciate that. No, for real, for real. Because no. we got to... You know, I mean, we, if we're gonna do that, we're not gonna say any words, any big words. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they use that word too much. Don't use Influence. it. Influence. Chicken is overused. Uh, brand. Uh, <laughs> nah, bro. We're gonna, we gonna say it. We're gonna mean it when we say it. You feel me? Facts. That, that's, that's what we stand by. What you stand by? You feel me? I don't really answer that. That's about to get deep. That's about to get deep. I saw it. I saw it in your face. You about to answer. Your face went serious. Like, hold up. You did that Kanye. You did that Kanye real quick. You was laughing and got. Hmm? What I stand for? What I stand by? Bro, I got nervous, man. No, <laughs> this is a real conversation. That's a deep question. That's bro. deep. I don't no, know. Listening. But uh, today, man, like <clears throat> we had a conversation. We we're having a conversation. I think it, it sparked. Not even today, bro. We've been talking We've about been this for, for like minute. a slick month, bro. Yeah, it's been for a minute. For a slick month, bro. And. Uh, so it's you a said you 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 introduced it, brother. All right, so so we've been having this conversation, man, about about sex. I, don't, I can't think of another word to to to, to use. There. Intercourse. Intercourse. Physical intercourse with women or men, whatever you're into. Well, f physical. Yeah. You said physical intercourse. Like, is there such thing as like emotional intercourse? I think if we had a woman around, it may we may be able to to get into that. Okay. I've heard that before. Like, if you. If you if you love a woman, it's worse than cheating or something like that. Like 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 I'm if you like, love a woman, it's worse than cheating. Yeah, mean, I, 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 I delivered that horribly. So, <laughs> as far as cheating is concerned, if you were in love with another woman, you cheated with. That's so much worse than just cheating. For the woman that understands how yes. men think. Yes, yes. So I've heard that before. I, I, I've heard that. I think I, I think it was like a Tyler Perry movie though. No, I'm just trying to play you. I'm <laughs> bro, Tyler That's Perry real. had a, bro. He had that uh, that one thing in the movie. Um, the eighty twenty, bro, that was lit. The eighty twenty, break it. The eighty twenty, bro, you don't remember that? So what I remember, eighty twenty is from my pursuit of happiness when when Will was trying to teach old dude how to kiss, and he went too far. <laughs> you remember that scene, <laughs> bro? That's the only male kiss I do in the movie. Completely beside the point. He's an actor. Let, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Bro, they gonna get that in other podcasts. We don't oh. know when we gonna air this. I gotta keep saying that you're an actor, bro. Right, man, I'm a gas, you brother. I appreciate 2018. it. 2018. So the 80-20 rule is if you're getting 80 percent of what you want and need in a relationship, and you that gotta deal with 20 percent of what you don't like or want in a relationship, 
you need to hold on to that relationship because uh-huh. 80 20 is like that's the threshold if they mean that 80 80 percent of what you need and want you good i like that bro yeah tyler perry bro you sleep tyler perry no i actually i actually rock with tyler perry man for real for real um <clears throat> i feel like i got a good uh uh podcast voice right now hey i want to stay right here i want to clear my throat no more let me clear my throat. Uh, 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 uh. All right, man, we're getting way off topic. Yeah. Okay. So, look, <laughs> y'all been listening long enough. <laughs> so, sex. the topic today, man, we've been talking about sex and really as it relates to celibacy. So, it's been a conversation. Wait, wait, wait. As it relates to what? Celibacy. What's celibacy? Celibacy. Celibacy is abstaining from sex for a period of time or abstaining from sex till marriage. Depends on what you're doing. So that sounds like it's intentional. It's not just you ain't been getting no play. Nah, it's like not. I'm making a decision. Yeah, if you have a drought right now, you just ain't had none in like four months. Don't say you celibate. You're not. You're not celibate. You're not. You just had. It's, it's been a bad. It's been a bad bad quarter. You're going, you're going through a bad run right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the moment somebody throw it at you, it's a wrap. Yeah, that's so not celibacy that's is not waiting, <clears throat> abstaining from sex for. A period of time or until marriage. Okay. Um, it's the best way I can put it. I didn't go to Webster for that either. Right. So, I, I've actually heard even people sometimes mistake that with abstinence, but I think abstinence is someone choosing just not to have sex. It's not even, there are times where people can abstain from sex because of like their faith or whatever, and they just choose not to have sex ever, even in marriage. Mm. So I know sometimes that gets mixed up. So I just wanted to kind of. That must be piece. true for like the nuns and stuff in the, in the in Catholicism. Yeah, they're abstinent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Very well. They abstain. But yeah. Facts be. So we've been talking about this and we've both had this this independent conclusion that we really think sex is disturbing or disrupting um, real relationships. And this thought has been like, for me, has been like, it's been loud of late. It's like, I'm just starting to realize how many friendships, like legit friendships that got ruined because of sex. Mm. So I think, you know, Spiritually speaking, you know, I guess I identify as a Christian. I believe in God, so that's my relationship. But you don't just believe in God; you believe in the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Facts be, facts be. You know what I'm saying? I hope we didn't lose listeners right here. Nah, nah whatever. Of course not. <laughs> but um, but yo, so I hope we didn't lose listeners right here. I feel you. But um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been loud on me for for a while, man, and it's weird because even in the moments that I've been like courting the decision of being celibate. Anytime that I've like slipped up after, like, you know, during that courting process, it hasn't been what I thought it used to be, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. Explain that, bro. It hasn't been what you thought it used to be? Yeah, so like 2020, looking back on my relationships and the women that I've, I've, I've been with, it's like I have good memories. I remember the highlights. Okay. If I ever look back at a relationship, and I'm especially looking back at it sexually, I look back at the best days, right? right? I'm not looking back at, you know, when I was married and, you know, she was mad at me and, like, I wasn't doing nothing because she just didn't want to and she was, you know, upset with me or whatever. I'm looking back at the highlights of that relationship and every other relationship. Mm. So I'm remembering the best days and when I wasn't really tripping on it. But at the same time, in those spaces, I was at a completely different relationship or level in life. I was, I was thinking different. I was moving different. Everything about me was different. So I was interpreting, you know, those engagements differently at that time, mm. as opposed to now with this, this higher sense of consciousness, which is an overused word, but I'm using you, it anyway. you, you woke. Woke, bro. Mm. So the way that I move in relationships, I, I'm like held accountable yeah. for what I know now. That's a good word. That's yeah. a good word. Yeah. I, um, 
you you saying that reminds me of a time when I was dating a young lady uh, for about three months. There was no. Uh, mm. Yes. No, yeah. <laughs> I remember this one. Yes. She's a good girl, bro. You kind of messed that up. Oh, I get out of here. Uh-huh. Um, she wasn't for me. And um, respect that. <clears throat> what I realized was. I didn't realize anything, but I was at a point in time in my life where I wanted to be intentional and not overstep myself. And I think about overstepping myself in meaning that I did not want to find myself getting ahead physically and having to wait for my emotions and feelings to catch up. Explain that. Getting ahead physically, but not having to wait for your emotions and feelings to catch up. I was in a position where, you know, this young lady was attractive. I thought she looked good, bro. Like She did? I thought she looked good. Like, she was cool, right? And I just wasn't sure the level of attraction I had for her, you know? And I had to realize, well, what does attraction really mean for me? But I knew, you might as well go ahead and pour the water, brother. <laughs> if y'all wondering what the crackling is, it's water being poured right now. Um... But yeah, so 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 back to my story. There was a there was a lot that I was considering at that time in life. Like I wanted to make sure that I was being sure of the next steps I was making. I had been in past relationships and I just felt like I never took the time to realize what it was I wanted. And this was someone that seemed like a really dope individual. Like the, you know, the things she was focused on, how she spoke, how she carried herself, and just the reputation she had around the people I knew, mutual friends. I'm like, yo, that's dope. Like I'm interested to get to know her. And, you know, I know oftentimes in relationships, there's that physical component after a while, whether you're holding hands, it's a kiss, you know, you cuddled up at the movies. There's just that that level of intimacy without sex, right, that advances that relationship. You know, this is someone that you're sharing with things with that you won't share with just any one person. So that physical touch literally is going to have an influence on how you feel regarding that person. Absolutely. And I was at such a place that I wanted to make sure that this is where I wanted to be that I didn't allow that to even be on the table. Yeah. You know, and I had to be clear. I had to communicate that like every week. Allow what to be on the table? Allow the physical like parts of it, like holding hands, mm. cuddling. Because she wanted to do that stuff, but you didn't at the time. I didn't know from jump, but after a while I realized that she had made a comment like, it's hard for me to know whether or not you like me, even though you tell me because... In my past, dudes who have liked me have done X, Y, Z. So I've grown to accustomed to expect those well, let's things. Un- let's unpack that while we're here, then. You might as well unpack let's it. Let's unpack that while we're here. So, so what I'm getting from that is dudes that liked me have done X, Y, Z, meaning that they've been physical with you. Yes. They wanted to kiss and hold hands and probably smash and all this other stuff to let you know that they like you. Yes. Right. But what's interesting about that is, is that misinterpreted as love? I, I think I think from the offset or the onset, people wouldn't attribute it to love because it's still early. Mm. But I think when they do get to that point of saying it's love, that those experiences have so so. What I mean by love is not that. that not the cliche like in love, boom, boom, boom. But I mean like is that is that you know considered this person loves me or really likes me or wants to be with me or whatever the case is when they when they when they have those actions like like is that the main point where we're saying oh this person really is feeling me when it comes to the physicalities of it, as opposed to the other things that really contribute to a successful relationship. I think so, because I think we attribute a lot of the, the feelings and emotions to physical, because this is a, 
a, a tangible expression of how this person feels. Mm. So without it, they might not really be feeling me because they don't even have a desire to be on me. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's, it's a common thought, you know, and I still find myself in situations where, like, I, I feel as if that has its place. But I also realize that without it does not mean that that's not the case. It just requires a higher level of communication. Uh, to be able to to say, you know, this is how I feel, but I'm choosing to act in this way because X, Y, Z. Right. You know, I think it really just comes back down to communication. So being in that situation, bro, like when I can say I saw everything coming a mile away, like I mean weeks in advance. Like imagine, you know, you know, dudes, you know, often talk about, man, she going to press me. Like, what are we? We are farmers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what are we? That question dudes yeah. often dread, especially in situations that they're unsure about which I think it's okay to be unsure, but it's almost like we anticipate when is that going to happen, right? Right, And then it happens, and it's like, oh, snap, right? When I was in a situation where I wasn't physical, bro, I saw that question coming a week before it came. Really? No, nah, nah, I remember on that back. Usually in a situation that pops up on us, we don't realize the question is coming until it happened. I was literally a week before realized that question was coming. And I can't explain it. It wasn't like, you know, she had it written out on her planner and I peeked at the planner. Ask Tarek this question next week. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? It was just the vibe, the energy, the 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 conversation, the things so, she was so, saying. So you're saying that because you weren't physical with her, you were able to, to really see? I was able to really weigh the things that I valued in that relationship. I was able to to hear where she was when she was speaking to me. Not I mean, like as far as like seeing her, seeing that question come a mile away, you were able to recognize that. Because of the lack of physicality? The, yeah, because of the lack of physicality. I'm going to tell you the piece was because I'm no longer, and this is something that I had to be in a situation where physical was involved and then being one where physical was not involved to recognize that this even existed, right? Mm. The thing was, I was able to recognize the lack of obligation I felt in validating or choosing to identify with her feelings. Okay. If I was holding her hand, kissing on her, and she told me she liked me, I would feel responsible. Mm. Not, not consciously, but subconsciously, there would be a level of obligation that makes me feel like I've influenced her to feel this way because I've been on her. Yeah. But because I chose not to be, her choosing to express to me that she's feeling me, I didn't feel any obligation because there was nothing I was doing to prematurely bring about those feelings with her. It's made. an independent choice that she made to say, I'm feeling you because of X, Y, Z. Now, had I been up under her and we had, you know, had sex, whatever the case is, I'm going to be a little bit more like cautious or a little bit more willing to be like, yo, I'm feeling you too. Even if I'm not 100% there, yeah. I would just tell myself I'm there because clearly I'm physical with her. Clearly I'm turned on by her. Clearly I'm spending time so I must be feeling her mm. to whatever level, even if I haven't taken the time to discuss it with myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I say I was able to see it a, a mile away a week before, it was literally because in the stuff she was communicating and asking me questions about, I was able to hear exactly where she was. I wasn't in a situation where, oh, she feels someone and she's telling me how she feels. Then I start kissing on her and we forget about the conversation and then I overlook those moments. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, there was that. That's a fact, man. So, for you, what like really what really brought you to that decision that well, what is the decision first of all? 
in that moment or now? Where well, I am now? now? Where you are today? So, so at the time I was I was practicing celibacy. Um, I think I was celibate for a little over a year. Were you? I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I got to a point I think where I no longer was allowing, reminding myself of why I was celibate. So much so that I forgot why I was celibate. Mm. So I was able to get back into a place where I was cool with sexual intercourse, right? I was cool with sexual intercourse. I was cool with sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you out here teaching, bro. Yeah, you feel me? I'm out here teaching, you know? I actually used to teach um, sexual relations, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. And I've always remembered that experience, bro, during those three months, just the clarity. Like, you know, we talk about, damn, we want to understand women. You know, if you're into women, right? I want to understand women. This is book, you know. It's never been written. <laughs> I think Drake put that on but, his Twitter, right? <laughs> I just feel like, you know, I remember those moments. So when I find myself in situations where I feel confused or whatever, it's like, man, if only I had the clarity I had back when. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not even that that experience alone is influencing the decision, but my experiences are reminding me of truth. It's reminding me of how I have certain obligations because of what I feel responsible for. I feel responsible for these actions and they cause this type of response. So I just have to deal with it. Mm. I don't like being put in that position. I don't like being in a position where I feel like I have to own up to something that I did unknowingly, unwillingly. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the reality. We all got to accept our responsibilities, right? But had I better prepared, better planned, and had a better idea of what I wanted and why I wanted it, I would have made a lot more wise decisions. Mm. Not saying that I regret anything that has occurred or where I am, but if I really were to take the time to figure out what it is I mean, what it is I want, what it is I stand by, what type of life I want, of course I'm going to have to move differently. Mm. And it may not be the best feeling of moving that way in the beginning you know so if i'm like yo i don't want to have sex anymore that's not easy just to be like i'm not gonna have sex anymore you know what i'm saying who says that right sex is beautiful sex is great but i've realized that where i am in my life um unmarried there's a lot that comes with sex that i may not be respond ready i not say ready for but like something i'm not in a position to truly be 100% responsible for. Because mm. that's someone I'm sharing and, and, and connecting with on a level that I can't even see spiritually. Yeah. yeah, I can't even see spiritually, but I'm over there fooling with it. Yeah. So how can I manage and maintain a lifestyle in a, in a, in a realm that that's not even visible? That's a fact, man. It's like, I look at it, bro, and sincerely, we good? Yeah. Okay. I look at it and it's like, man, just because we don't have the information, because we're choosing to ignore it or be blind to it, doesn't necessarily mean that the responsibilities that come along with these actions aren't really there. You know, so in those situations, in those situations, um, I feel like it's important to understand the gravity of what we're doing, the gravity of the relationship and that when you sleep with this woman, that you're responsible for the way she feels, for how to, how to go down or whatever, you know? But I feel like we, we, we choose to be ignorant of that. 
Yeah, I, th I think we choose to be ignorant in such a way that we just don't think about it. We know, we know the responsibility. We know, the, we know the responsibility in it. Um, I just think we, we don't take the time to dissect what is sex going to do to our relationship. I think tangibly or like physically we look at the situation like, oh, she may hit me up a little bit more than regular or she may, you know, want X, Y, Z more often, whatever it may be. But do we ever take the time to look at deeper feelings, the emotions, the I'm thinking about this person. I'm not, I'm not about to hit them up, but this person is clearly on your mind. This person is clearly, um, you're a little bit more invested in this person than you were initially. But to think about why that is, we just write it off or, well, I spent time with them or I did this or I did that. But like, what are the implications beyond that? You know, what did that exchange really bring about? We become a little bit more vulnerable. We feel like we have a little bit more skin in the game with that person. We feel a little bit more obligated or, um, committed to that person. If I had sex with you, you know, and you know, you out somewhere, I feel like I have a little bit more right to be like, hey, where you at? You know what I'm saying? But before, yeah. prior to even getting to that space, I'm going to be a little hands off. I'm not going to ask where you at because I don't want you to think I'm keeping tabs. 100%. But the minute we engage in that space, yeah. I feel like I got a little bit more leverage to be like, hey. It almost happens subconsciously. 100%. Yeah, like you don't even realize that you're starting to tweak or act a little differently. Yeah. But it's once you get your, <laughs> once you put yourself in that position, man, like if you really sit back and look, be like, yo, I'm really checking for her now. Yeah. You know, I'm really acting away because, you know, we went to this level that we weren't ready to go to. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly and I feel like it's it a is. tough spot because, like, I know there's men listening. It's like, bro, that's, that's out. Out, bro. What? Yeah, yeah. And I know it's the stigma of, you know, can men really do that? Right. You know, naturally we're supposed to reproduce and, and we're sexual beings. And men are, are even looked at as, uh, what's the word? Not, not monogamous, but the opposite of monogamous. Polygamous? Polygamous. Yeah. You know, but that's a situation where it's like, you know, Devon Franklin's book, The Weight, talks about how, like, I read today where he was saying, you know, he can't access all God has planned for his life if he's in a position where he's having sex before marriage for him. So he was saying, like, God has planned A for me. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to get to heaven for God to be like, ah, I had all of this planned for you, but, you know, you was on this, so we couldn't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you had to have plan B, C, or D. Right. And right. I, like, that blew my mind That's thinking deep. about, like, it's not that God ain't going to bless you. It's not that, because you can't do it for the reward. Right. You know, ain't that God ain't going to bless you or you ain't going to be on or you're not going to be happy in life. You're going to be happy, but how much happier could you be if you put yourself in the best position? Not even, like you said, you can't even do it for the reward. I think that's a bar in itself. But even going a step further, because you talked about the dudes hearing it, like for me, I was, in, I was in positions where I'm like, man, like that's out, right? Not having sex was out. And, and a lot of that, I think, was attributed to just that rules. I'm not, I'm not one to be like, I don't, I don't really mess with rules like that. I don't like being told, don't do oh, this, man. don't do that. Oh, like that, man. ah, that's, yo, nah. that's not me, right? But you have to get to a point, and, and I'm going to say this piece. Choosing to be celibate, you know, like I said, I was there before. And it wasn't something I said, oh, I'm just gonna do it for a year and see what's good. But you can't be in a situation where like, yo, my last relationships when I was dating, I wasn't celibate. Let me try the next time I'm dating somebody to try to be celibate to see what it's like. Yeah. Test it out. See how you feel, you know? 
people go on diets for a certain amount of time where they cut certain things out their life to see what it feels like and they feel better like yo i'm gonna stick to it they probably didn't plan to stick to it but because of the experience they was with it right i think it could be taken the same way and the thing i want to say about celibacy is like you, it got to be your bottom line. You got to have an understanding of what it is you're hoping to achieve by being celibate. Mm. You can't just be celibate because, you know, the person you with is all of a sudden celibate, so you're going to try and jump on too. It don't work like that because you nah. don't have the same convictions and the same mind and bottom line to stick to it. It's got to come from a really, really deep, strong place if, you know, you're going to continue in it. Like, it's got to be not even a deep, strong place. It's got to be important to you. It's got to be there really, really important to you. You get up to work because you got important stuff to do. You yeah. go to work every day, your nine to five or your art or whatever you do, because, bro, I got to pay bills. I got to feed this kid. I got to pay child support. I got to pay my car. No, whatever you got to do, you get up because that stuff is important to you. Yeah. And the repercussions that, that happen that follow you not doing that, right. not holding up to your word, that's big. That's huge. You man. know, but we don't we don't take that stuff personally and spiritually. We don't we don't we don't practice the same stuff on a personal spiritual level. Yeah. You know, yeah. we want to act like, bro, I can just run through women and do what I want to do. And, bro, I got so many friends that I've, like, lost, you know, to one degree or the next because I violated our friendship by smashing. Mm. Mm. People that I can, like, sit and have a conversation with. If I'm in town, I can buy. Man, those girls right now, if I'm in town, I cannot hit. They not, they not because hearing Because you it. hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They not well, having it. Rightfully so because, you know, even though we both may have been lying to ourselves thinking that we were going in a direction that we weren't, you know, it's just that idea that casual sex is even possible. And that, it does not exist. I guarantee you, somebody's catching feelings. Oh, Facts. Fine. May not be you, but somebody's catching Somebody feelings. Somebody is, 100%. You know? But when you value your relationships with people more than you value that physical gratification, you're going you're gonna to move different. 100%. You really think about that. 100%. Like, even, even something in realizing, even when you choose to be celibate, even your approach at looking at people of the opposite sex changes. Mm. They don't, they're no longer, you're not objectifying them. And it's not that you have this mindset to objectify people, but when you're living a certain way, we, you do have certain desires and thoughts that come up just throughout the day because that's what you're exposed to. If I'm into art or photography and I'm out on the street, I may be at McDonald's, but I'm going to see a place where I can take a photo because that's what I'm focused on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not even saying that you got to be focused on sex to do that, but... It, it happens when you out and you see a girl that look good or you see a dude that look good. You're thinking like, damn, like it might be cool to be with that person, hanging out, talking, smashing, whatever it may be. But when, when you when you shift your lifestyle, the things that you are now attracted to change. Man, you know, when you're a kid, you look at stuff like, oh, I can climb on that, I can do that, I can do that, right? But as your mindset develops, you no longer look at stairs as toys or you know a countertop as you know. A, a battlefield or whatever it is. Yeah, like carpet is lava. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> Carpet is lava, that's real. But it, it just changes. And, 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 and I think we're even at a time being, you know, in our 20s where, can I even say that? In my 20s, I, do I got to specify late, late 20s? 20s? Late Oh, my gosh. It's late man. 20s now, bro. About to be 27 is late, I think. That's true. You're right. Like, being in this area where we realize we got a lot more at stake. We got a lot more life to be responsible yeah, for. Man. So sex ain't what it used to be where you could just run around and do what you want and there's no real obligation because you're still young. Bro, we got the internet now, we bro. Got you internet. got a kid. They going to find you, bro. You, you got a kid. You got a job. You got, we got priorities. We got life to tend to. So you get into, you get into someone's life, bro, like... Unless you just ain't got nothing going on for yourself and it's just easy to come in and get out. Um, I just think, I think we got, we got a lot more things to start considering, you know, and I think a lot of 
the homies and homegirls, just all, all around, have been in this place one time or another. If it's just a thought, if it's been a conversation, to realize, yo, we come, we come into these situations with a lot. And, and, mm-hmm. and choosing to engage in that space where you're, you know, you're sharing that, that, that oneness with somebody, you're taking on a lot more than you realize. Man, 100%. And like the homie was talking about the other day, how he uh, gave up pornography. Mm. He stopped watching pornography. I told yeah. you about this. Yeah. It was really yeah. me. But <laughs> I stopped watching pornography, man. And I've noticed that when I look at women now, I look at them through a different lens. Mm. I'm not like looking at their assets <laughs> and trying to like smash or looking at them through a sexual perspective. I noticed, man, once I stopped doing that, I was much less likely to sexualize a woman upon meeting her. And I can recognize, like now, bro, if I have a conversation with a woman, and I love all of you queens, I really do, but if I have a conversation with a woman, I can really identify whether or not we're compatible within five minutes. That's dope. Probably really within 60 seconds. That's dope. I saw a girl at Starbucks today, and I was like, she's fire. Then we got to talking. Nah. That's not where it's at. Nah. That's funny, because your mindset shifts. The the things you're Mm -hmm. interested in in the members of, of the opposite sex changes. No it longer. changes, and that and that and that 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 cloud is gone, bro. Yeah, you and ain't looking through I, a cloud of fog no more. That's real. That's real. I, I I haven't made a conscious decision to stop looking at pornography. I just haven't in a while. But I need to make that a conscious decision. I can't yeah. I can't claim celibate just because I'm in a drought, and I can't claim giving right. up porn just because I have. And see, that's where I was at, bro. You know, for four or five months or so, I was in a place where I was like, you know, I just wasn't actively pursuing sex. Okay. You know, I could have, there's, there's options, I could have had it, but I wasn't actively pursuing it. So it was somewhat of a drought. You know, I just wasn't putting myself in the game. Okay. You know, but that wasn't as intentional as, bro, I'm not doing this. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think part of me was that defense mechanism of, well, if I don't commit to it, when I mess up, it's not going to feel as bad. It's not that bad. That's true. You know, it's not going to feel as bad. But I'm not really being honest, man. I don't think there's no, like, real win there because... I'm not challenging myself to really say, man, I'm not doing this, man. Yeah, yeah. And if Shorty ain't with it, all right, bet, man. That's, that's, cool. that's the way you want. You know, it's funny you said that because I think often I, I, give, I give this example so many times that it's almost like you don't get the credit for it mm. if it's not intentional. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, for me and my faith, I think about the stuff that I feel compelled to do and the things I, I know I should not do. Yeah. You know, if I make a decision, like, for example, being celibate. You know, I remember at the time, let's say, you know, I said I'm going to be celibate. And I'm like, yo, I'm weak right now. Some chick hit me up. I'm about to go pull up over there. If I'm on my way over there, she like, yo, don't come through. I got to leave. And I go back home. I'm like, well, good. I'm still celibate. Yeah. No, I made the commitment in my mind, in my mm-hmm. heart, that I was going to do it. So I really don't get the credit. Sure, I'm still celibate at that time. And even if I did slip up, I'd still be celibate. But I, I didn't slip. I didn't have a slip up. Yeah. I really don't get credit for not doing it because... It's only because the situation didn't allow itself. The circumstance right. didn't allow itself to happen the way I wanted it to in that moment. Now, if on the way over there, I'm like, yo, I'm tripping. Yeah. I need to chill. Yeah. Yo, 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 shorty, like, like, it's My bad. car broke down. I got to go back. Whatever you got to say. Flat tire, like, I'm bro. out. But if yeah. you know in your heart it's because of your decision, then you get the credit for it. That's a fact. You're that much stronger That's because a fact. of it. That's a fact. That's what it is. That opportunity has it's the heart behind you. it. It's the heart. Yeah. It's the heart behind it, man. For real. For real. 100. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I know for me at a place, this is still dumb early for me in this situation, but I really want to be at a spot where like, I can really see my, I'm about to be 27 this year, bro. Sick. 
27. Two it's seven. 2018. I'm about to be 27 years old. I got a daughter, fam. Yeah. I got a little girl, a little shorty looking up to me. I got to make a decision that I'm going to make sure I'm making the moves that's best. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I ain't going to find my daughter a stepmama if I'm out here wilding. Yeah. You feel me? That's true. That's true, bro. <laughs> but no, 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 no. on the way, brother. Man. But on the real, though, it's like I really got to look at the situation and say, you know, how am I going to move? How am I going to put myself in the best, best position? Because, bro, I'm telling you, especially if you don't practice safe sex, ain't nothing like that. Damn, oh, man, I can't. It's been 30 days. We should be good. We ain't got, ain't nobody texting You don't want me. that late text. No, you don't want that, bro. That paranoia of, oh, I got to get tested. Now. Man, come on. That's real. Like, you can save yourself so much time and headache if you make the commitment to, um, to better yourself. And that's really what it boils down to is, like, putting yourself in a, be in a better position. And I'm of the mind that, man, if you say I'm going to be celibate for three months and you commit to that three months and then after that you decide to do you, hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. if I can clap right now, I would. Salute to that three months. Yeah. If it's six months or a year or three years or until you get married or whatever, man, it's your walk. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it has to be like, oh, if I'm celibate, I got to be celibate until I get married. Yeah. It doesn't happen that way. If you're 400 pounds, it all starts with getting on the treadmill. That's it. You get on the treadmill, you start walking. Then that walk going to turn into a jog. That jog going to turn into like a sprint. You know, you're going to be dropping five, ten, fit. That pound is going to be big. And right. then you're going to start, you know, really dropping weight. But you have to take those small commitments and steps along the way, and you ain't got to worry about what celibate till marriage looks like. Mm. I don't even think about that. Be celibate for two weeks. Yeah. Be celibate for the month, yeah. three months. Like, take those baby steps, and then at that three months, you get to decide what you want to do. Right, right, right. That's good. That's good. I don't think it get any better than that. Like, I think too often, even these conversations, they have been so black and white that they've discouraged many. I've been discouraged mm. by the conversation, by the talk, you know? But life has just brought me to a point where it's like, yo, I recognize that there's value in this. You know what I mean? I think it's time we all get serious about our lives and the things we want to stand for. You know, we talk about the things we want in life and things we want to focus on. But often I hear conversations about members of the opposite sex when I'm with the homies, mm. when I'm with the homegirls. They're always talking about men. They're always talking about, you know, women. It's like, sure, that's an aspect of our life, but we talk about, you know, date culture more than we talk about, you know, our own professional growth. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I say that, not saying that everyone who's doing that is, is you know, uh, influenced by sex and all that, but that plays a huge role in our lives and we allow it to be the center that we don't really have any real values in place to say, this is how I date. This is, these mm. are the rules and stuff I stand by because this is what I want. I don't think enough people are having those conversations, bro. True. My, Especially not men, come dude. Come on, bro. That's you know, my dad, my dad asked me, and this may be the, I'm a cuss here. My dad asked me, like I said, I don't think I have to cuss, whatever. My dad always asked me, like, every six months when I was 17, 18, mm. hey, man, you getting it yet? Mm. Man, you, 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 you get to test something yet? Mm. You know, you get your thing wet a little bit yet? Wow. That was a conversation about sex and relationships. Wow. That was it. That was it. That was it. Everything else I learned, I got to learn from watching you and watching other men react and respond to women. Yeah. But that was the conversation, man. I don't think... That the culture, I don't think that, that, that our, that our um, OGs, our parents, our, our, our teachers, or anybody's really talking about this stuff, man. Like, man, my, my uh, little cousin hit me up the other day talking about how she was heartbroken over the, um, our boyfriend breaking up with her, whatever. Like, it was the end of the world. Mm. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, it's like, you're 17 years old. You're 17 years old. Like, it's not like, bro, I've been here several times. Like, you have no idea. Right. Right? Just keep living, bro. 
go to college, focus on you, develop, grow, live. Yeah. But not enough people are not willing to have those conversations. Not enough people are doing that, bro. And, and I'm glad we have a podcast in this sense that we're able to have that conversation and hopefully reach at least one other person. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, like, just take the time to break down what you stand for. Why? What is it that you want? Give it a shot. See what it's like. See if this is what it is that, if, if it's improving your life. Is it beneficial to you? Maybe it's not. Yeah. Maybe it is, but you'll never know if you've never given it a shot. And, and, and I think that's even why we decided to have the conversation, because we recognize that for so long it's been off the table for so many people, and we're at a place in life where we're realizing, wait a minute, there's some, there's some truth to here. It kind of reminds me of the conversations you have growing up with your parents when they're, like, you know, disciplining you. You're like, oh, you don't get it, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. 10, 15 years later, maybe five years later, you realize, dang, like, they was right. Yeah. You know? We're not too old to the point where we can't have experiences like that anymore. No. We are at an age where we're still going to have those experiences. Absolutely. We're still living life. We got, mm-hmm. we got people here who have lived life 20 years longer than us. That comes with experience. That comes with wisdom. And I think we got to be in positions to be willing to accept that wisdom and apply it to our lives. Yeah, and, and reach think, out for it. And reach out. And reach out for it. I think, man, what's really important, man, this is a process I'm, I'm, I'm going through is really sit down and ask yourself some important questions. Mm-hmm. You know, like my brother said, what do you stand for? What do you want out of life? What do you really want, right? Mm-hmm. What do you want? Where do you see yourself in five years? And is sex or are the actions that you're taking right now putting you in a position to receive where you want to be? Is it putting you in a position to receive? If you met receive, him yeah. or her tomorrow, are you cool with whoever you're messing with now? It's kind of like what I, I had asked myself. That's that. good. That's good. But I don't want to meet my wife and then like just smash, you know, yeah. last night. I'm going to yeah. feel bad about that. Yeah. I yeah. am. I don't, you know what I mean? But, you know, what's important for you? What do you stand for? What do you want? Man, I think another question is to look at your habits. Why do you have sex? And I know it sounds like a silly question, but why really, do why do you sex? have sex? Why do you, you know? have sex? Why? I know for me, I thought sex was the way to connect with somebody. I thought sex was a way to, you know... A way to like way to feel and express love because mm-hmm. I'm an action-based person. Yeah. However, I've noticed if I have a real conversation with somebody, you know, if I get to to, to go somewhere and really engage somebody on a on, on a on a spiritual, mental, different levels, that can also give me the same reward. It sounds crazy. It's not going to be as as lit or as uh, emphatic. Yes. But it's going to be the same joint. So. You know, why do you do this? You know, look at your habits, man. Do you, do you find yourself looking for sex or having sex because you feel lonely, because you feel depressed, because you feel whatever? You feel like you need to be desired. Right, you need attention. What, what, what are your is. habits behind that, man? And what is your bottom line? Mm, what is your bottom line? We might have to do a whole podcast on the bottom line. That's been coming up a lot lately. Yeah. But, but anyway, this is a good conversation. It's a good start. I kind of want to check in three, six months down the line and just see how this is going. Yeah, no, but, um, no doubt. And I'm going to tell you all if I take an L, too, for sure. But that accountability, man. Man, 100%. But, yeah, anyway, have a conversation. Think about it, man. Give all it a right. week, a month, three months, whatever. Off top. Thank you all for listening. Please Much be sure to subscribe. Subscribe. The like, link's in the bio. Link's in the bio. Oh, you're already listening to it, so you got the link. Share it. Let people know about it. Um, drop some comments. Let us know what you're thinking. Facts. Um, topics, just a whole nine, man. And engage the conversation with somebody. Keep the conversation going. Yep, yep. All right, y'all. Till next time, this is T. Ross. Antonio J. Bell. Peace.